Terry, State Representative Terry Canales of Edinburgh, Texas. We're in Westlaco today. We're at the offices of the Lower Rio Grande Valley Development Council, and you have just given some remarks, important remarks, to the Rio Grande Valley Metropolitan Planning Organization. First of all, you had some very good news that funding is coming down from Austin for the IBTC project. Tell us a little bit about that. How much money is the Valley getting? What's it all about and why it's important? So the IBTC is the International Bridge Trade Corridor. It is a piece of a larger um, plan that funnels commercial traffic from the five major ports of entry around the municipalities and creates a commercial corridor that moves those trucks off the, the roads, our neighborhood roads, and helps move them more expediently, uh, which bolsters commerce. That would end up ultimately exiting around Highway 490 um, and Highway 281 North. Um, the piece of the puzzle that was missing, the IBTC corridor, is a roughly $220 million uh, piece. Um, and so without that, the corridor doesn't exist. And so um, it was at the forefront of my legislative agenda to secure that funding, especially with a budget surplus of over $30 billion. Uh, it seemed as if um, it was possible, but towards the end of session, it didn't seem tenable um, because of all the requests and other expenditures that were being made. Um, so I tapered down my request for tw to $20 million for the bridge expansion in FAR, which that was given to me, uh, and so through a a uh, rider in the budget and so far needed an additional 20 million dollars to complete the gap and to create and and fully build the bridge expansion at their port of entry that 20 million dollars did that and so facilitating that is a huge step forward but during my efforts to secure the 200 million dollars for the IBTC we met with countless meetings with chairman Nichols uh, meetings at least five meetings with the governor's office. One time I took in a full-size four-by-eight map to show him the corridor. I left it in his office. Maybe that's why he couldn't get it out of his head. Um, and showed him the importance. I showed him the traffic counts and showed him that was truly border security. Uh, and right now, um, we know that the majority of all illegal drugs, um, heroin, methamphetamine, cocaine, um, fentanyl, they come through the port of entry. And so making sure that we have the commercial infrastructure to monitor those commercial vehicles is not only good for the economy and good for border trade because it makes us move them more efficiently but it's also good for border security and being able to monitor those so um, I had commitments from uh, Senator Robert Nichols the chair of the Senate chair of transportation uh, I had commitments from Chairman Bruce Bug the chair of the TxDOT Commission and I had commitments from the governor's staff that we were going to make this happen and so uh, earlier this week we got the news that the governor was making an announcement that they were going to pull 150 million out of the discretionary funding which would bring us this go around in the UTP to almost 3.6 billion dollars uh, when you look at that in uh, the grand scheme of things the valley in its entirety used to get about 600 million um, we are over 500 percent from 600 million to 3.6 billion um, it's an incredible leap in funding, and that's done collectively uh, through a lot of different things, but none larger than the mergers of the Rio Grande Valley MPO. It's what creates us. It created the fifth largest MPO, which brings us 
first in line or fifth in line for funding and it creates a funding stream like we've never seen. That being said, the merger of the MPO meant individual people giving up their power for the greater good. And that was the closing remarks today was that Cameron County runs a unified transportation plan, uh, meaning although they have precincts, the commissioners aren't in charge of every single dollar in their precinct when it comes to transportation funding. What we've seen unquestionably is that Cameron County is moving at the speed of light and Hidalgo County is crawling. And so we know that the one major factor is the dividing, the division of the precinct dollars and the way that it's being run. We know that Cameron County is running way more efficiently. And not only is it hamstringing, we're hamstringing Cameron County. We're, so Cameron County would love to see us move to a unified plan. I would love to see us move to a unified plan. We can't have one MPO, but have two counties operating completely differently. It doesn't make sense. And when we know one is way more efficient, uh, we don't have to be great innovators, but great imitators. And all we've got to do is imitate what Cameron County is doing, and it would move the entire region, including Cameron, would move faster because we would be moving faster. This is good for everybody. And, and what it's going to require is the commissioners giving up some of their power. And so I said it earlier, it's not something that's politically prudent for me to say because these are my county commissioners, but it's the right thing to do. It's the, it needs to be said, it needs to be done. And if they won't do it voluntarily, then it will be something we talk about at the Capitol next session. Yes, because in your remarks there, you said that it's been noticed in Austin. You've got colleagues on the House floor that are aware of this situation and they want to do, do something about it. Absolutely. I actually had a colleague that wanted to do the reverse. He wanted to go back to the divided county because he was, it was a very small county and I said I wouldn't even hear the bill because I would never, he would never be able to undo that. He would never be able to politically get the power back from his commissioners. And so I said I won't, and as a chairman of transportation it was my discretion to hear or not hear the bill. I called his county judge and I said it's poor policy and it wouldn't be heard. And so, um, but on the same token, getting my commissioner's court to do what needs to get done is my next priority. It is, it's, it's imperative that we move forward uh, and for the greater good. And, and much like the MPO and everybody being divided, it's the same concept. We have to unify, we have to unify across the board. We have to streamline the way we do things and we've got to get good at spending the money that we've got because if we don't spend it, we don't get more. So at the moment, because Hidalgo County is not unified, we're leaving money on the table? We're not only leaving money on the table, it's because we're, we're not able to spend it fast enough. And so, and, and, and so everybody, every commissioner gets to do individually what they want with their allocation. And so we're not working together as a team. Everybody's doing their own thing. And so um, when you're not working together, you're not firing on all cylinders. And we have to be firing on all cylinders, especially with the level of funding that we've reached. And if we're to get more, we've got to be able to spend what we have and show it. And so uh, I think that a unified plan across the board from Cameron to here uh, is something we should shoot for, but, but, but Hidalgo County needs to get on the ball. Well, let's leave it on a positive note, though, and go back to the IBTC. Did you hope as that session was winding down, that you'd been able to influence the state leadership and text.ttc, that they, IBTC was such an important program that it deserved that special treatment. It, it was the focal point of my entire session. Uh, I, I used um, the concept of border security to 
and speak the language that they needed to hear. And it's true. It's not telling them something that wasn't true. It is absolutely just another way to look at it. And I don't believe that they had ever paid attention to the necessity of the infrastructure, but not for calling it border security. And then realizing that it truly was border security. And basically packaging it as a border security project made it not only palatable, it made it possible. But it is, it is that, but it's also economic development. It's also no doubt. public safety. No doubt, but that's not necessarily the, the most popular topics. And those things ne don't necessarily sell in Austin. Um, politically, the, what does sell on the right side, which, is the control, which controls both houses and the, and the executive seat, is border security. And this is a truly instrumental in border security. And so uh, what we were doing all along is we were missing, uh, there, were, there was a lack of ability to effectively communicate in the language of the people that have the purse strings. And when we talk in terms of border security, the ears go up, eyes open, and people listen. And that's exactly what we did this session, is we framed our infrastructure priorities in a language that not only they understood, but accepted. Chairman Canales, Chairman of House Transportation Committee, is there anything else you'd like to add? Nothing further, my friend. Good thank to see you. Thank you so much. For yeah, thank you for the Coke. I owe you one. Let me get the mic from you, Mr. Chair. I'm taking that as a parting gift. <laughs>